0: Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. Go with me to Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. I'm going to read from the Amplified Classic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king behold wise men astrologers from the east came to Jerusalem. So let me just stop there real quick and just kind of explain to you who these men were. They came basically from what we would call you know the area of Babylon and Persia. Amen. Because remember the Jews were in exile First in Babylon, later on in Persia, and of course under the Persian Empire, they were sent back to rebuild Jerusalem. So if you think about this, 700 years or so has passed. Think about that. A long time has passed. A lot of generations have passed. But these men had access to the scriptures of the Old Testament, of the prophets, and some of the prophets prophets that were actually... Exile prophets that prophesied about christ so they had access to scriptures prophecies so they had been studying them for a long 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 time in the east and here's what they say where is he who has been born king of the jews for we have seen a star in the east at its rising and have come to worship him think about this so how did they know how did they know about the one that would be born king of the Jews? How, how did they know about the star? Well, they, they knew about the star. They knew about the king of the Jews to be born by Old Testament prophets that spoke of these things because they had been studying these things, searching the scriptures for a very, very long time. These are Gentiles. These are not Jewish people. These are, these are pagans. They studied the stars, but... They were incorporating the prophetic scriptures into their study of the stars. And they realized that, hey, look at this star. This is unique. This is not like any other star. We've never seen a star like this. There had never never, ever been a star like that. And And since then, there has never ever been another star like it ever. That star only happened one time. Because it was a significant event, a supernatural event in the prophetic calendar of God that pointed to the birth of the king of the jews amen when herod the king heard this he was disturbed and troubled and the whole of jerusalem with him isn't that interesting of course when herod the king think about this when herod the king hears about a king that's been born as king of the jews he's troubled because <laughs> he's got to protect his throne, you know. So he called together all the chief priests and the learned men or the scribes, those that were supposed to know the scriptures <laughs> of the people, and anxiously asked them where Christ was to be born. So you can see now they said, King of the Jews, but he knows it's the Christ. Where is Christ to be born? Now the wise man said, King of the Jews, Herod says, Christ, the Messiah, the long-awaited Messiah, where is he to be born? They replied to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, you are not in any way the least or insignificant among the chief cities of Judah, for from whom for from you shall come a ruler a leader who will govern and shepherd my people Israel so now they respond with the prophecy amen then herod sent for the wise men or the astro- astrologers secretly and accurately to the last point ascertained from them the time of the appearing of the star that is how long the star had made itself visible since it's rising in the east then he sent them to bethlehem saying go and search for the child carefully and diligently and when you have found him bring me word that i too may come and worship him of course we know that was not his intention When they had listened to the king, they went their way, and behold, the star which had been seen in the east in its rising went before them until it came and stood over the place where the young child was. So this star is definitely unique. I believe this was the Holy Ghost. I believe this was a supernatural sign, supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit leading them to the place where Christ was born. the baby the child was when they saw the star they were thrilled with ecstatic joy hallelujah when they saw the star they were thrilled with ecstatic joy so we have two different kinds of reaction one troubled perplexed worried anxious the others have come a long, long way. You have to understand, I mean, the, 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 the distance that they traveled, it wasn't like a day or two. It was weeks, possibly months. Back in those days, I mean, you, you know, you travel by camels or mules or donkeys. I mean, you could probably go about maybe 10, 20, 30 miles a day. I mean, they have traveled now for weeks, months, over treacherous land amen was not an easy travel and it was a faith journey think about that they had more faith these gentiles had more faith in the scriptures right these of the uncircumcision had more faith in the scriptures than the circumcision isn't that interesting that god always has to like find somebody from the outside of the camp to move have you ever noticed that he always has to bring somebody from the outside to move because sometimes people inside are stuck in their ways they're blind to what god's doing and they're just kind of like clueless and here comes these guys for over 700 years after generation after generation, have been studying the stars, waiting for this one supernatural event to happen. And when the, this supernatural event happens, now they're following the star. Think about that. What a supernatural thing. See, in every season, God always shows the way. It's just that people have to have eyes to see, ears to hear. If they don't have eyes to see, ears to hear, then they're lost. They have no clue what's going on. There's always a sign of the times. We, there are signs of the times. We are now also in the midst of the signs of the times. Signs of the end times. It's undeniable. However, many are blind. Many are just lost. Many are clueless to what's going on. But if you have eyes to see, ears to hear, the Holy Ghost will always show you the way. He always makes a way. He always shows the way. You don't have to be clueless. So, look at this reaction. They were thrilled with ecstatic joy. It's my kind of church. <laughs> and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. So, you know, this is not a regular child because, you know, usually when you see a child, you don't feel like falling down and worshiping. You would be like, oh, so cute. So they came with a purpose. And isn't it interesting that even though God's people should have been there to worship Him, they're not there? It's these people from the outside that have been led by the Spirit of God they come and they worship the child amen? amen then opening their treasure bags they presented to him gifts gold and frankincense and myrrh you know traditional there's the three wise men nowhere do you ever see the word three wise men you know where they religion gets the three from gold frankincense and myrrh one of them brought gold one of them brought frankincense one of them myrrh that's the poverty mindset of religion make it as as little as possible where's the no we have a we serve a god of abundance every single one of them had gold frankincense and myrrh and we don't know the number of the wise men so don't reduce it to 3 Don't reduce it to three wise men. It wasn't three wise men. It just says wise men. They were wise because they heard the voice of God. Amen. Amen. So they worshipped him with gifts that are worthy of a king. You never come before the presence of a king empty-handed. You never come before the presence of royalty empty-handed notice they didn't bring little onesies and little cute socks and little toys here's a little rattle for you here's a little car you can play with no they brought him gifts because gold i mean gold now i understand that tradition because i come from the middle east when you go when when someone has a child when someone gives birth you bring gold yeah they start bringing and we have little gold coins and they pin with red ribbons they pin gold coins on the baby and I mean if you really get blessed and same thing happens in in weddings when the the lady is in the white you know gown, the bride everybody comes and pil- pins big gold gold coins and then I mean if you get really really decorated like like from top to bottom, that's called being blessed. Everybody will start coming up and just, they'll have little pins and they'll pin the gold on the baby or on the bride. That's how we bless people. It's in our culture. You know what though? It goes way back. This, is a th- this culture goes back thousands of years. So I understand the concept of bringing gold to the baby. And then frankincense and myrrh. So these are like... Back then, very, very expensive, very costly, very rare items. So they were not cheap things. Amen. They didn't stop by the dollar store and pick something up. <laughs> Hallelujah. It wasn't five below. I didn't know what that meant five below and then i was asking irene what is five she said she said everything's under five dollars i said okay that that makes sense (laughs) hallelujah it wasn't stuff made in china it was gifts that are worthy of a king things that are costly valuable expensive that would express worship that would express worth worthy of a king hallelujah come on say gold, gold. frankincense, frankincense. And, myrrh. and myrrh they presented him gifts opening their treasure bags think about this they traveled With these valuable items it's dangerous to travel with stuff like this they travel with these treasure bags they took a risk amen now watch this verse 12 and receiving an answer for their asking how many of you would like to receive an answer to your asking They were divinely instructed and warned in a dream not to go back to Herod. So they departed to their own country by a different way. By a different way. Hallelujah. You see, there is a way that seems right to man. But in the end, there is death. But there is always a different way. God always always makes a way for his people. Even where there seems there is no way, God makes a way. So let me tell you a worshiper, a giver, is always positioned to hear the voice of God, is always positioned to re- receive divine instruction. Warnings and dreams, God showing them a different way, because you might have something in your mind, but think about this the way that was laid out before them was back to Herod, and that was death. There is a way that seems right to men in the end there is death if they actually followed the way they would have died herod was going to kill him interrogate him find out torture them and and kill them the lord protected them the same holy ghost that led them to find jesus is the same holy ghost that led them out into safety supernatural divine instruction a different way God's got something for you, God's got a different way for you. God's got supernatural instructions for you. God's got divine instructions for you. God's gonna warn you in dreams, God's gonna speak to you in dreams and visions. God's gonna instruct you supernaturally. And when He instructs you, it always leads to victory, it always leads to blessing, it always leads to safety, it always leads to prosperity, it always leads to provision, it always leads to God's best for your life. Hallelujah! So when we give we're not just coming and and doing putting something in a bucket we are worshiping the king of kings and lord of lords we're worshiping jesus christ hallelujah the lord of glory we are worshiping him we're bringing him our best we're bringing him our treasures hallelujah we're bringing him our treasures amen we're not bringing him our junk. Amen. We're bringing him our treasures. And everyone's treasure is different, but whatever whatever is valuable, whatever moves your heart. Cuz you see where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So wherever you bring your treasure, that's where your heart's going to be. Hallelujah. So bring your treasure to Jesus and worship him. So somebody say, I bring my treasures to the king of kings and to the lord of lords my tides my offerings that i bring is my worship i worship jesus my lord my savior i thank you jesus holy spirit i receive divine instruction from you that you lead me that you guide me you even show me a different way you visit me in the night hour You speak to me in dreams and visions. You lead me and guide me supernaturally into victory, into safety, into provision, into abundance. And I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So what gifts do we bring the king? Things that are worthy of a king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if you if you go to the White House you go to I mean I've traveled around the world and I've also been to many uh you know castles and or 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 palaces in Europe if you come to Istanbul Turkey our city the, the 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 palace there the Sultan's palace there's a whole area you go and see all the different gifts that have been brought on visitations from heads of state or other monarchs and other important people I mean it's stuff is some of it is just i mean priceless you know and they're on display there and you can go throughout the world and you'll find that same thing you go to the white house you'll see things that have been brought from different dignitaries and different nations on presidential visits or whenever there's a visit at the high level there's always something very very valuable very expensive that's brought from the culture usually from that land Why? Because they're not just coming to shake hands and slap high fives. They're coming to honor. They're coming to show honor, and they're coming to show value. And so you have to show honor and value when you come to the king. Amen. I mean, think about who Jesus is. He is the king of kings and lord of lords. He paid a very, very high price that we could never pay. We could never repay him we're not trying to repay him but you know what we do is we show honor by bringing our best we show honor as we worship in our giving because giving is a form of worship we can sing songs we can sing praise songs worship songs but ultimately it's really the gifts that we bring that shows the honor and the and the and the worthiness of the king amen Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.